Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. We've got a great show today. It's episode two, and we're talking about what happens to our identity when we become mom. Plus, kids play places. What's the deal with them? We're dissecting them in a new segment called The Rundown. Plus, our hashtag swag bag picks for the week. But stay tuned, because first up is the tits and the shits. All right. So let's talk the tits and the shits. Tits and the shits. What are you, what's your what's your what are your tits and your shits this week? Let's see. I don't know why I'm having a hard time introducing this segment. Because you don't want to say tits. Titties. I always want to say the titties tits. and the shitties. Um, well, I guess the tits. Wait, hold on. Should we come up with brand as as merchandise? Should we do um a cute little set that's like a bra panty set or like a tank top that panty says tits set and shits tits and shits. Shits will be on the ass. Yeah. Yes. Like right in the whale tail. That's really cute. Okay. Coming soon. Anyway. Tits and shits panties. So what are your tits and the shits? So my tits is that we went on vacation and it was really lovely. We went to Puerto Rico and Luna has been just so incredibly affectionate. Aw. So that's the best. She's just in this like really cute phase of like finding joy and then grabbing your face and like kissing you or just reaching out and hugging you really tightly. She started to say, love you. Like just everyone's like, she's just in the most, it's just this cute period where she like plays by herself really well. And then she comes over to you and wants to share her joy with you. And it's just been in a, just a real affectionate couple of days. And you know, she's usually a little bit more affectionate to me than she is to Lee, but she's been just as affectionate to Lee and like going over and just putting her head on him and like bringing his hand over to see something. It's just, it's like the best. She's so cute. It really is the best. Um, the shits, and I'm like, can't remember anything I say. I said I had a way to link the shits to something. I don't even remember. My shits have been that, well, I got off the plane, or actually before you got on the plane, I started to have like an ear ache and have been like horribly nauseous and dizzy with an earache. So I think I must have like ear infection or ear pressure or something like that. But I kept thinking, do I have the flu? But it just comes in waves. Like I'll wake up and feel hungover, but I'm not. And then I get up too quickly and then I feel dizzy and then I'm starting to feel nauseous. So maybe it's just like you got water stuck in your ear. Yeah, I think it's some like pressure thing. So that's been the shits. And also I've literally had the shits. That, I think that's the tits. That is the tits. Well, it was sort of the tits because on vacation, I got this like intense abdominal massage and it made me have the shits and it felt, it was really good for a while. I'm like, yeah, get the devil out, get it. And I was yeah. like, oh, my leather pants fit good. Ooh, that's my, always a good thing. I know. I and brought you those leather, I know, other leather you. pants. Um, but now it's like going on too long. So that's that. And I, I want shout out to Excedrin Migraine. Shout out. Hashtag ex- swag bag. Hashtag swag bag, et cetera, migraine. There was a period of time of two years where you could not be found anywhere. I guess there was a recall of some sort. And I was so lonely without you. You're the only thing that works for my migraine. I've had prescription drugs given to me. They do not work as good as Excedrin migraine. You have since gotten back on the shelves and I've bought you up in case this ever happens again. I cannot be without you, Excedrin migraine. Thank you for making parenting possible. Excedrin migraine. <laughs> Your parenting friend. Your parenting friend. For when you are shitting and vomiting at the same time. Excedrin migraine. 
Yeah, so that's my tits and my shits. How about you? My tits. Um, so Sebastian has been doing this thing. Someone's going to get pissed about this story. Um, People so get pissed about everything. Everything. Like, you can never make every mom happy. Uh, sometimes, like, I'll, I will, like, go upstairs and brush my teeth, wash my face, and leave him downstairs while he's watching TV. And, like, it's a straight shoot. Like, I can see everything. I can hear everything that's happening. But I'll, like, turn on the water, brush my teeth, turn it off, and go, like, Sebastian, are you okay? And he'll go, yeah. Um... So the other day, I guess Matt was with him and I was getting dressed or something and I dropped something upstairs on the on the floor. And he goes, Mom, uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? He goes, Mama, are you okay? And I was like, oh my God, my little German tourist. <laughs> How cute are you? Yes, I'm okay. He's like, okay, Mama. Yes, he sounds like a little, Mama, are you okay? <laughs> Like, so cute. I love it. And I guess, like, the fact that he's learning empathy and, like, caring about us and, like, ugh, I just... You're like, he's not a monster. No, he's, like, he's having one of those cute periods, you know? He's also saying, like, uh, he'll taste something. I tell you, he says, tastes good. (laughs) That's the German tourist. He's, like, he, like, talks like a little German tourist. It's so funny. It's good. Yeah, he goes, tastes good. (laughs) Pick him up from school and be like, what'd you eat for lunch today? And he goes, apple. And I said, oh, was it good? He goes, mm, yes, tastes good. <laughs> you are so funny. Um, this is this is the kind of stuff that I hope I remember forever yes. about him. Um, my shits, I mean, you know, I have, I've gained like a, like a, a good amount of weight for me. Um, I think towards the end of the year, I was just like kind of in survival mode between being so like leading up to that. And then I was sick and I was like detoxing. I wasn't drinking as much. And, and we had like work turmoil stuff. All just like so much stuff was going on. And I've really spent, I spent the whole three years of January um, <laughs> <laughs> just like trying to get my bearings. So I joined a gym. January had, was a really hard decade. <laughs> I was the hardest decade of my life. Um, I joined a gym, which I've not gone to yet, but I did. Do you want me to hold it. you accountable? Um, no, not yet. Because I'm doing really well. I'm like putting these things into place, but it is, you know, I'm like on this, my diet that's always worked for me and it's just, um, really it's not a shit at all. It's just like not my favorite thing to not be able to eat whatever I want. Tall girls. I just have to say tall girls. Are very blessed Fuck about gaining weight. You. Yeah, yeah, Fuck I you. know. Because I gained three pounds. And I know. People and you are see like, it. what happened? Yeah. And tall girls, like, I can't tell that you gained any to- weight. It's, it's totally like when you told me how much of a difference it was. Yeah. I was like, where is she putting it? Yeah. I mean, normally, I, I mean, I gained like fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. If if I gained pounds. fifteen pounds, that's like what I almost gained my whole pregnancy. I would look giant because I, I only am five foot. I don't know how that's possible. I gained so much weight when I was pregnant. I was almost 200 pounds when I gave birth. Really? Yes. I was like 198. Um, I mean, I gained, I think I gained total at the end, but a lot of it was um, that extra fluid I gained in the last Right. Month. Mine was all at the end too. But um, I think I was like 130 something. That's so funny. Mine was extra fluid too, but yeah. it was like Shake Shack milkshake fluid. <laughs> <laughs> but short girls, it's just like... Always. It's just, my there's mom, nowhere for it to go. My mom and I have talked about this forever because, it, like, I feel very lucky that I am tall and for that purpose. Yes. Because I'm going to be like, and also, you, Ashley, I would but never also, I'm sorry. Tall. Sorry. <laughs> it's Fuck okay. You, Ashley, but also, sorry. Listen, it's like just a couple of months of, like, 
self-imposed torture. Right. Uh, and uh, then hopefully my metabolism will be all revved up Jump and I'll be back. like I was before the baby where I could eat whatever the hell if I not, wanted to be fine. I'll lick you and hopefully you'll get the shits. Cool. <laughs> That's. I think I should lick you is the way it goes. Ew, what are we licking? Relax. <laughs> Just relax. Calm down. Keep it in your pants, Carrie. All right, so today we want to talk about this article from the New York Times called When Your Name Becomes Mom, Do Your Other Identities Matter? Which and, I think is something we all struggle with. And it was written by Rachel, how do we pronounce her Birch? name? Birch? Birch? Sure. Rachel Birch. We attempted. Yes. Um, First of all, before we even start the article, I would like to say that full, full confession here, I think that I need to get a New York Times subscription because the Ashley, limit. You've reached the limit? In one day of researching stuff for this podcast, I've already reached my limit. And the New York Times parenting articles are really good. They are really good. And they're probably peer-reviewed journals. (laughs) I know. For that one commenter who is not following us to our new podcast. Um, It's really good articles, but every time I go on, it only gives you like three a month. And I'm too poor to get a New York Times subscription. How much is a New York Times subscription? Probably not much. I just have to do it. For for the good of this podcast, I I need to do it. Um, basically the whole gist of the article is, you know, once you have a kid, do you lose all sense of who you were beforehand? Are you just mom now? You just, you're just somebody's parent. Right. And, and she kind of opens the article talking about, um, how she went into the hospital as, you know, Rachel or Mrs. Birchy Birch. Yeah. Um, and left the hospital as mom. Right. Which I, I actually very much remember that. I don't think I would have thought of it had I had someone not called my attention to it. But I was no longer Ashley. I was, the nurses were calling me mom. Mm, I was so drugged up, I don't even remember <laughs> hardly after my and, baby. And I remember, I remember someone like coming in, you know, like to check the, yeah. the cauliflower head I had in my ass. Yep. Um, they were like, hey, mom. Hemorrhoids. Mm. And they were like, mom, we're here to check you. And I was like, oh. And I remember just being like, that's weird. But I was also like covered in my own fluids and just like wanted to shower. So tricky time. It was tricky. Yeah. But it's the weirdest thing. And when I call daycare, I never said, at first I was saying, hi, this is Ashley, blah, 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 blah. And I realized, oh, they have no idea who the hell Ashley is. I say, hi, this is Sebastian's mom. And then, you know, there's no, there's no confusion whatsoever. Is And that's a crazy realization to be to go through for me 30 some odd years of life as Ashley and then all of a sudden that's it I mean how do you feel about that well for a long time before the baby I was just Beckett's mom like at the dog park like I'm the worst I forget everybody's name the minute they sure say it. I'm fine, really bad but a dog is different I know but I'm just saying like when I meet people I usually call them the dog's name yes mom I'm like oh that's Tico's mom or whatever so I actually don't mind being Luna's mom I, I really maybe it's because she's only like 15 months I haven't noticed it be a huge thing yet I really I don't like talking to people that much, so... I mean, same. <laughs> I don't need everybody to know me or, like, know that I'm Carrie or whatever. Like, I'm fine being Luna's mom. Luna's a, a fine representation of me. It's fine. I mean, I did for sure and still continue to. It's an ongoing struggle. Struggle with, like, quote-unquote ego. And I mean that in a deep sense. Not right. like, I'm the best, but, like, who am I now that this deep change happened? But... I sort of, what I've come to terms with, 
and this is just my struggle with Fran, my therapist. Hey, Fran, Fran of the day. Right. Um, or as Lee says, talk to the Fran. He does like the hand gesture, talk to the Fran. Um, is that I'm a different person now. I'm a completely, there, there, I should not try to like go back to who I was. I just have to kind of remember the things that made, that I liked that made me feel like a viable living person that I really enjoy, continue to do them, but kind of as this transformed person. Like I, I can't really, if I harbor too much about like, oh, this is who I was before, it negates this like pretty big experience that happened to me. Sure. Um, so for now, I don't mind being Luna's mom so much. I really, I kind of, I didn't think I was going to be a mom. I took me this long, took me 40 years to be somebody's mom. Yeah. Um, right now, it doesn't bother me. I also feel like I'm pretty happy right now. And this wasn't always the case. You know, I struggled when I first had her. Um, with finding purpose and that kind of thing. I feel like I'm pretty proud of who I am as Carrie. So as long as I'm, I recognize who Carrie is, I don't need other people to call me my name. Yeah, I mean, listen, I understand everything that you're saying, but at the same token, for me, it's not about wanting to go back to who I was. It's about that I am a person separate from him. Now, does it really bother me in regards to like, daycare and the fact that they don't know my name and it's just easier to call me by my son's name I don't give a shit I think it's just what the deeper impact that that really has which is there were goals and things I was working towards before Sebastian was even a glimmer of a thought in my mind and I feel like this is kind of the same argument that we that moms always have with each other about being a stay-at-home mom versus a working mom. Mm-hmm. And you and I kind of like teeter the line between both of these things. Right. But like we have things we were working towards before. And that doesn't end simply because we have a kid. Although there are people who all they want in the world is to be a mom. Right. And I don't fault them that at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And I hope you get that dream and it, sister, it fulfills you. So my sister, from the earliest time I can remember, you asked her what she wanted to be like when she grew up. And I, she I would said say, that too. Yeah. a wife and a mother. Yeah. And I was like, not, I definitely did not say that. As a little kid, I definitely, as yeah. a little kid, I wanted to become a, a Hasidic Jew and move to Israel. <laughs> and I'm, this is a true story. And have a zillion children. Didn't happen. Shocking. I know. I, it didn't happen. I stopped wanting that at like, I think like eight when I was like, huh? I guess along the same lines, but slightly different. I actually have more issue. Like, let's just say Lee and I got married. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd want to, we've talked about this before. I don't know if I'd want to take his name. I don't know if I'd want to be Carrie Mars, although Mars is probably the dopest last name that could happen. I actually have more issue being called like Mrs. Mars. Oh yeah, I agree with you on this. Than I do Luna's mom. There, There is no disagreement here. Yeah. It's kind of like people who put in their Instagram um, bio line where they're like, they'll say like wife, mother, blah, 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 blah. Like if you look at mine, it says mother. It does not say yeah. wife. I don't, I don't like include that in I'm my- I'm not into my identity being taken away by being married. Right. Because I feel like, I mean, I'm not married, so there's that. But um, I feel like the journey to have a kid, the journey, actually the act of having her- uh, split me open and changed me in a way that I'm thankful of. And I feel like being married is not um, a change of my fundamental being, like having a kid Right, it didn't, and, and that's true. Like nothing really changed 
me at the core, like having a child, like getting married was all fun. For me, that has always been a thing. And yet that was not a marker in who I am as a human being. Whereas a child having Sebastian changed me in so many ways. And yet I am still the exact same person. But I do have to say that when I speak to my friends who've had kids uh, recently, I often will say, how are you? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll answer back like how their baby is. And I said, no, I'm asking how you are. And so I really do think that this is an important conversation to have that this article brings up is that we don't want to forget the mother in all of this. And we also don't want to forget even more importantly, the person Yes, that that there's a lot of like internal and mental stuff that happens in this process. And if someone doesn't want to be just somebody's mom, um, we really need to do everything we can to try to, to support that. To support that. So Sebastian's mom, I'm curious about if other people feel this identity yeah, crisis. What, the same. I mean, I think everybody feels right. an identity crisis. But guys, what are you going through? How do you feel being somebody's mom? Yeah, what do you guys think about it? Let us know. Uh, write to us at momtouragepod at gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Carrie. How's your vagina feeling lately? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, it's been better. Is it the baby? The baby kind of just Luna messed up everything down there, yeah, huh? it just hasn't been the same since. Like, just smells different. It feels you different. You and the smells. <laughs> Always with the vagina smells. Just everything. It's just, it's just doesn't feel like my vagina anymore. I mean, I get it. I'm there. Maybe not with the smell thing, but I get it. Um, But I found a secret weapon. Ooh, please. As you know, I need all the help I can get. So I've been using Lady Sweet, and it has changed everything down below. And I feel like I did pre-baby. So Lady Sweet is a line of intimate skincare for women. It's a two-step process. You start with the probiotic refreshing cleanser in the shower. It's a really nice gel formula that basically supports the pH balance and puts in probiotics and all this good stuff to your vajayjay. And then after the shower, you apply the rejuvenating botanical oil, which is a blend of oils that helps prevent dryness, ingrowns, razor bumps. It's just, it's amazing. And I, without getting into too much detail... I feel kind of like I did at 16. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know you then, but I feel like it's all positive. I mean, you know what it felt like (laughs) down there at 16. So obviously I need to start doing this and add this to my currently non-existent self-care routine. Absolutely. I think everybody should. And you all can head over to ladysweetbeauty.com to try it out for yourself. Make sure to use code MOMTOURAGE15 for 15% off any order over $30. The Rundown. Okay, so we wanted to do a segment called The Rundown where we kind of overly analyze different things. Because there are things that, as a parent, maybe it's because we're sleep deprived. Maybe it's because we've had too much caffeine. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're maybe it's the bright and colors. Maybe, but stuff seems so ridiculous to me now. So ridiculous. And I'm always like, does anybody else see this? Yeah. Well, yeah. Here it is The Rundown. The Rundown. So, we figured for our first rundown, um, I took Sebastian to Ashley an indoor- was triggered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. I took Sebastian to one of those indoor play places for the first time the other day. It's one of those play places where, you know, it's like a little town. There's like a like a bakery, a fire department. Yeah, one of those right down the street. I haven't taken Luna there yet. Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was a very, very interesting two hours. And it kind of inspired this- this new segment of ours. All right, so tell me about it. 
Okay. I've only taken Luna to like one play space. I'll tell you about it later, but I don't probably have as wealth of knowledge as you have. Firstly, they're so expensive. Yes. I don't know if they are in the rest of the country, but in the uh, tri-state area, they ain't cheap. Like For two hours, bucks. it was 20 bucks. Yeah, 20, 25 bucks. Yep. 20 bucks. Yep. Can you imagine... Just for what to go? There's a kid. So for a kid, for a kid, it's, and here's what you get for your twenty dollars: a child to play freely for two hours. Uh, you can sit in there, and what I did was I had my laptop and was doing work. I made some calls. I was getting all kinds of work done. Um, but I just, I, I don't understand spending that much money for your child to play. Plus, okay, here's the other thing: my kid doesn't play well with others. I learned that. <laughs> He doesn't share. He kept like like standing in front of other kids trying to play with the toys. Then he would come up to me and say, Mama, play with me. And I was like, no. Yeah, Luna I, can't be by herself, so it's, it doesn't give me any... It doesn't right. give me any downtime. Right. I have to follow her around, like right. on my knees. Yeah, no, no, don't do it until she can, she can do that. But yeah. I even said, like, other kids are going to their moms and saying... Oh, mom, play with me. And they are. My kid's coming up to me. I'm on my laptop and I'm like, no, no, no. I brought you here to play with other children. <laughs> You're I, like, mommy's doing work. I literally said, mommy's doing work. Go play with the other kids because he is an only child. He right. doesn't have brothers and sisters. This is his opportunity to go play with other kids. And the other parents looked at me like it was terrible. You're like, listen. Like, you know you want to do this. Would you, why would that be terrible? I can't. I, this is one of the things I can't wrap my brain around. Why is this terrible? I do don't think not, it's terrible. I would do the same thing. Do you not bring your child to a play place to play with other kids? Right. That's what you do. Not to play with me. No. We can play together all the fucking time. For free. Yes. In our home. Right. We are paying more. We're just for. full of toys. Yes. Full of toys. I know. I've been to your house. I've, there's toys from your house at my house yes. now. <laughs> yes. It's true. And I have more for you, in fact. Listen to this shit. So, my best friend, Val who I probably will refer to a million times on the show, she's going to be on the show, she has triplets. Well, she has four kids, but she has a set of triplets. And when it was just the triplets before she had the other baby, she used to ask me to come over so that she could take her kids to like a gymboree because gymboree makes you have one adult for, per kid. So How if, do you even do that with So if you have triplets? two or three kids, you have to bring three people or two people so we would go on a weekend where when her husband wasn't at work so that was two kids so then she needed a third person so that all of her kids could go to gymboree or she'd call two friends over that didn't have kids so that she could take all three of her kids if her if her husband was working i was like this is horrible she's like i just need to get out of my house i have triplets i need something for them to do i'm going crazy i mean i guess it makes sense because they want the kids to be safe but still and think about how much it cost for her to it's bring so expensive it's like almost a hundred dollar day for those three this kids is, this is actually one of the reasons why i and you need grown-ups to be there with all those kids soledad is gonna scream at me for what i'm about to say oh soledad um but this is one of the reasons we stopped with swim class because i don't want to have to participate all <laughs> i don't listen i participate with my child all the time i don't want to have to participate in every activity he does like i want him to go do shit on his own right. i'll be there i can read a book or something like let me have that half an hour to right. like Stick my thumb up my ass. Don't make me put on a bathing suit and a swim cap. Jeez. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Do other. I I need to know if other parents feel this way or not. Okay. Parents, tell us. 
Are you also Team Ashley? You know what? The day that this is released, I'm going to do on our Instagram stories, I'm going to take a poll. Yeah. I'm going to take a poll because I need to know if I'm in the wrong here. Actually, I don't really care if anyone tells me <laughs> I'm in the wrong. Like, it's not going to change and anything. That's, that's our show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to change a damn thing, but Ashley I am curious. Ashley doesn't care, but she's curious. Think. Yes, I am. That's pretty much our MO. We yeah. don't really care. We don't really We're care just what you curious. Think. Yeah. We want to know. Should we continue to not care or should we be caring? It won't matter, but we want to know. Here's the other thing. Play places have a very distinct smell. And I remember, remember going to Discovery Zone when yes, you were little? Yes. Which the greatest place on earth as far as I Or like concerned. a photon. A what? Laser tag photon. Oh. They had a specific smell too. Oh, yes, they do. Yes. But all those places, they kind of have like this rubber smell, like mixed with like dirty feet. Yeah. Like very distinct Mm -hmm. smell. Not rubber, but like those play mats. Yeah. Cushiony, foamy play mats. Um, It also smells like that, like in the Walmart or Kmart shoe department. Because it's like a weird, cheap plastic smell. Nothing's as bad as the uh, McDonald's ball pit smell, though. Because that's like like, rubber, dirty feet, and like old ketchup. And oil. Here's the thing. I'm a little bit OCD. So I walk into those play spaces. I don't do anything about it. Like, I'm enough therapized, thank you, Fran, that I don't act on it. But as soon as I walk in, it's as if someone put a black light on yes. it. And I can just, yes. my brain just goes, germ, germ, germ. Like, it's I like going to La Quinta in and like <laughs> wanting to examine the bedspread. Right. My eyes just go like laser focused on the yeah. places that would have the worst germ. Yes. I don't do any, I don't do anything about it. I do like hand tanning before and after, but I don't like not let her go. I have been therapized, but I'm just like, it's like a CSI Miami episode where they put it up on the board yes. and they start circling yes. and putting the numbers of where the evidence is. That's what it feels like. Especially now with like coronavirus, do you really want to have to do this? Like all the points are working against play places for me at this point. So Lisa Rinna does this thing where whenever she checks into a hotel, she Clorox wipes the entire thing. You do that from on top the plane. Yeah, I'm gonna. St- I've started doing it on planes. I'm gonna start doing it all over the place. We're just gonna Clorox reach out to us. Yeah, we want your wipes. Yes. Maybe. We will we will wipe the shit out of everything. I love that every time we mention a brand, we're like, hey, work with us. <laughs> so this other weird thing happened. So Sebastian like had been alone playing for a while and this other kid showed up and I guess his this kid was five and his little sister was younger than Sebastian. And the kid went and like I guess Sebastian was playing with a cake and the kid took the cake and Sebastian grabbed it away from him. Um, hashtag only child problems. <laughs> and this five-year-old monster <laughs> picked up the, like, it looks like a hand basket from the grocery store yeah. that's all metal, picks it up, and I'm on a phone call. I see him lift it above his head. He's already towering This over is like Sebastian. Lord of the Flies. Yes. He picks it up over his head and screams like he's about to throw it at Sebastian. And me and the kid's mom both went like, no! And I... I'm proud of both of us because I feel like both the parents really came together here. <laughs> was it? Really? I knew, I mean, truly, yeah. she was upset with her son for doing that. I got upset with Sebastian for taking the cake away. Like, we both tried to make our That's children. Because that doesn't usually end no, like that. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. We both tried to take our, our children and make them own up. So at least... In this scenario, or Both, we, everyone took ownership yes. of, of their child. Can you imagine what a better place the world would be if we could all just take ownership of our and just be stuff? like, you know what? 
we both messed up. We both messed up yeah, here. Yeah. Let's just fix it and move on with our lives. So Luna's been to like one play space. I'm using air quotes here mm. um, with her best friend, Rocky. And Rocky's been to that play space a bunch and was like jazzed and was like had her places that she likes to go. And she she at that point, she was walking a little better than Luna was. So she just like beelined. Rocky is your Australian friend's kid. Yeah. Right. She okay. like beelined for like the ball pit, which was like her zone. Yeah. And she was like climbing and there's like balloons and stuff. Luna was not so sure. This play space, um, everything was like Pepto-Bismol pink, white, and lime green. The whole place. Ugh. The padding was like that. They had padded things. They had bought Everything was that color. Yeah. So I walked in and I was like... Wait, Pepto-Pink green? And white. Sparkle. Ugh. Like white sparkle, like pleather. I mean, I could see how it's done well, but I could also see how it's like a bad I felt like I was, acid I trip. I felt like I was in like a weird Japanese robot, like... You know, like whenever you see things of Japan and it's like yes. lady robots wearing bows. I was just like, yes. what? This is like too thematic. It was yeah. just weird. So anyway, Luna was not really into the balls. I had to do everything with her. She was not psyched. She like saw Rocky and was like, I want to be psyched like Rocky and just kept like sinking into the balls because she didn't get that you had to move to like stand and she just kept sinking it up to her neck and I was like trying to, then Rocky was like, look balloons and Luna's like, oh God, balloons are weird. Which I also think balloons are weird and I feel bad. Like, did I imprint this from an early point in her? She was like, ew, latex, this is weird. I'm not She's into gonna this. hate safe sex. I know. <laughs> she was like, ew, the balls are like flying in the air. And then she just kind of like felt overwhelmed. So she just stood and just started like shaking. And I just like had to like, she wasn't like upset. It was just like sensory overload. Then I watched, then we just like sat quiet and I like gave her a snack because I felt like she was just too much. We watched this kid. I don't know. I don't, I'm terrible at figuring out how what a kid's age oh, is. Oh, I have no concept. I'm going to say five, six. I have no concept until the, Sebastian has hit that age and then I'm yeah. like oh okay that, that might be a two year old he was definitely like the oldest kid in the place he like swaggered in like he owned the place Ugh. he proceeded I hate him he proceeded to be so incredibly transparent as a person and I'm like I can see what this what this boy is gonna Isn't be like when he's like 18 when you see a small child and you're like I know what you're gonna be, be like, like <laughs> as an adult and I hate you already <laughs> so is that not the worst it was like a padded merry-go-round everything was padded so if you fell off it was fine and they were like these weird dolphins padded dolphins that you jumped on and the whole thing went around what? there's that meme of the kid holding on it's like i'm going into monday and they're being drug yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, that yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing so this kid looks at me and he told me his age i can't remember i've already blocked it out because i already hate him he was like hey i'm jason i'm five and i was like Cool. Chill, Jason. I was like, cool. And then he's like looking at me, like telling me about his life story. And he tries to nonchalant get on a dolphin. Like he's flirting with me. He's like, hey, I'm Jason. I'm five. I'm like, hey, Jason. And as he's doing that, he's like nonchalantly getting on a dolphin. But they're like, vel- they're like, not velour. They're like vinyl. Uh-huh. And so he fucking slips <laughs> off the dolphin, but he's still trying to play it cool. So he's like holding on to the dolphin. He's like, I go to this play space a lot. <laughs> All right, Jason, you recovered. We might not be as as insufferable as we think you're going to be. I, you've hit on me in bars so much, Jason. So many times. And then because I was interacting with him, he then followed me and Luna through the whole uh. play space and kept trying to impress me. He was like, I can jump. I was like, okay, Jason. <laughs> I was like, slow your roll. Can I tell you, we've already been over this a zillion times. Maybe not in this current version of the podcast, yep. but the old podcast. We all know like... Don't call on me to watch your kid. I'm just I'm just not interested. I don't really enjoy children. I sometimes enjoy my own. That's kind of a crapshoot. Um, Side note, 
Jason had a mullet and his dad had a mullet. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. And this was in Brooklyn. So you know it was an ironic mullet, which is the worst kind. I wasn't so sure because his dad looked like he watched a lot of PBS and had like oh. safety goggles that were not ironic. Oh my God. I'm so, I'm not so exactly irritated sure. by everything about these people. I was like, Jason, your mullet is really... Oh my God. Why did I bring up how much I dislike children? Oh, I really have gotten to the point where like, that's the other thing at a play place. When a kid wants to talk to me, I'm like, I don't even want to deal with my own child. I've got one. That's enough. Go away. Go play with people your age. Leave me alone. I'm trying to work here. I can't do it at home. So I brought, I paid $20 so that my kid could go I paid Play $20 well so everyone could leave me the fuck alone. Literally, that's what I paid $20 for. And if the it worked. of being left the fuck alone. And if it worked, it would have been worth the $20. And it didn't. So you know what? <laughs> Give me back my $20. I think I'm actually going to keep trying to go. Because maybe he'll get better at it. I do want him to. Yeah. Obviously, he's an only child. As an only child, I know from experience, sharing is a very hard skill to learn. Yep. I do want him to learn it. I do think, and I want him to get a little bit more independent in his play. Because even at home, he won't play unless mom and dad play with him, which is incredible. Go play. Like, yeah. I, I remember playing a lot by myself. Oh, I, I play a lot by myself. Um, but he's not really into that. So I'm going to keep doing it in hopes that eventually my $20 for two hours pays off so mommy can get some work done. That's right. <sighs> and fucking keep your friends to yourself. <laughs> Don't bug me, children. Just choked on my own saliva. Oh keep your friends to yourself. Yeah, like, don't make me play with your friends. Oh, I'm like, keep your friends to yourself. <laughs> Seba didn't have any friends yet because the one friend he was trying to make was going to hit him over the head with the basket. Oh my God, that kid was such a monster. I like, I have the vision of the kid standing with his hands with the basket over his head. Like it is. That would have hurt him. It would have very much hurt him. As an only child, I also was the kid at daycare who brought a My Little Pony coloring book and some girl, some bitch, went and colored in my coloring book and colored outside of the lines and I lost my shit. I was like, don't destroy my stuff. You're like, I have respect for my things. Yeah, like, yeah, probably. I was like, this is why I can't have nice things. It's you, Brooke, or whatever (laughs) it was. What's the most 80s name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Ava. Is Ava an 80s name? I had a lot of Avas. Really? Yeah. Well, there you have it. Play places. What's What's the deal? deal? (laughs) Don't love them. Do you love play spaces? Let us know. Hit us up at momtouragepod at gmail.com. That's so professional. All right. All right. I, this is kind of my my new favorite. I know. I love, love hashtag swag bag. Maybe we do tote bags, hashtag swag bag. Oh, that'd be great. Hashtag swag bag. So my obsession this week, and it has been ongoing for a while, is um, anybody who knows me knows how much I truly and deeply love reality television. I honestly, I don't know if there's a college course <laughs> That is like the anthropology of like reality TV and just kind of like the anthropology and sociology together. Yeah, I just I like I study it like I almost it's like voyeuristic on one hand and on the other hand, I just like I'm just like so into like the archetype of each kind of character and all this other stuff. Anyway. I've never done Real Housewives of New Jersey from the beginning. Oh, I did. I've only I, watched like the first, the, the current two seasons. I, see, I watched it from the beginning for four seasons and then stopped. I am so, so I'm in season five right now. Okay. I'm just so into, I mean, the first two seasons, no, first, is it two or three? I think first two seasons with Danielle Staub. Yep. 
Oh my God. The bane, the, the Table evil. Flipping. She is the evil <laughs> of evils. I almost feel like it's criminal to let that woman be on television because she's so Crazy. fucking horrible. I know. But oh my God, is it great TV. Such good TV. They t- they, I just love, I mean, we used to have, me and my friend Heather D, we used to have a uh, Real Housewives viewing night. It was so much fun. And it was for New Jersey. It was so good. And Matt, see, Matt doesn't like New Jersey. Because Matt watches all of this with me. He's as entrenched in reality television as I am. We're like very into it. Um, he doesn't love New Jersey. He says of all of the ones we watch, which is everything but Dallas and Atlanta, this is the one he gets the least, which is shocking because we live in New Jersey. And I relate to it because I'm an Italian from New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I'm from New... I don't know how much I relate to it, but like I get the family drama yeah. to some extent. Yeah. God, those houses. Manzo. The Manzos. I love the Man... I really like the Manzos. Yeah. Did you get to the one where he dates, the Manzo boy dates Alexis Joel? No. <laughs> he goes on Which one? Like, Albie or, or um, Chris? I think it's Albie. He goes, dates Alexis Joel. And no. Alexis Joel's on the show. He just moved in with his Jets cheerleader girlfriend, oh where God. I'm up to. Like, literally last night, that's what happened. Oh, my God. They're, they're on their um, Napa trip. That's where I left it last night. So that is your hashtag. That's my hashtag swag bag. Go to Hulu. Hulu has all the back episodes of every Real Housewives. And if, God, it's just so juicy. I love it. Maybe I'll have to start watching again. To jump off yours a little bit, um, Lee and I on vacation, kind of our like date night on vacation is my mom would watch the baby and we would watch Naked and Afraid. I love that. Matt and I do that too. Naked, okay. How do you think you would do on Naked and Afraid? I would be the worst. I would be awful. First of all, I get sunburned and bug, I can't stand bug bites. The minute I got one mosquito bite, I'd be like, peace out, I'm done. The idea of my vagina just being so accessible to any bug is horrifying. It is horrifying. All the bugs. I just, I'd be like, why am I doing this? I don't need that money. And like, some I don't, of the terrain is so much worse than the, like the African, like, that's like what we watch. Sahara yes. ones. Oh my God. It's hot. It's dry. My feet hurt. I hate walking in bare feet. It was just, ugh, I would be, I would last one second and then on Naked to, and Afraid. Yeah. I'm always afraid. And you always have to have some guy's boner in your butt at night to keep, to like <laughs> keep have body warm. warmth. Some like fat old man stranger's boner. Ugh. <laughs> And they're always like... I, mean, I must be the only person that thinks about that. <laughs> no, I think about that all the time. Uh-huh. I'm just like, ew. And they're always like, oh, I don't know. I, anyway, so that's one thing. And the other thing is any hashtag swag bag, in case we don't want to go to reality television shows back to back, Okay. any booger taking out child implements. So any oogie boogie. You love the oogie I love boogie. the oogie boogie. I used it today. I got out some like nasty concrete boogers from Luna's nose and then it started running as it should. Right. And I even like the, the Frida sucker, the Frida. Sebastian hates the snot Luna sucker, hates it though. too. That's and I, so I don't but I barely have ever used it. I just love scooping bugs. I, I'm all about I it. I love scooping bugs. Sebastian loves picking his nose. And Good. like he thinks it's really funny to put his boogers on you now, which is like the grossest. He can put his boogers on me. That's I how li- much I, I love Sebastian. He does it. And I go, do you do that at school? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, don't do <laughs> He's that. He's like, mm, yeah, delicious. Yeah, or whatever. Like, he says, tastes, tastes good. good. Tastes he good. has actually eaten a booger and said, tastes taste good. Tastes good. Oh my God, my weird little German tourist head. <laughs> 
That's why he's friends with Gina's weird German tourist. Tucker. Kid. Tucker. They, yeah. they really should. We should just put him in, in tank tops together. <laughs> let him loose in Times Square. They'd being be like, like, oh, that's good M&M store. <laughs> oh, I love. He has M&M socks. No joke. My cousin bought him M&M socks. And he goes like, mm, M&M. <laughs> M.M. I'm like, you're so funny and weird. Danka. <laughs> do you have questions about your postpartum body and all the weird ass things it does and doesn't do? We've got answers. Well, not me and Ashley, but we've got an actual doctor. Dr. Dr. Shirazian. Email your questions to momtouragepod at gmail.com and we'll answer them. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to join our momtourage. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Mom Tourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron Smith and Terry Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamaDramaBand.com.